We are officially, ladies and gentlemen, on episode 14. And let me tell you, wild card round one. (laughs) I don't sound congested anymore, so I guess that means we can go ahead and get this party started and talk some football. Hey, everyone. My name is Ashley Gibbs, and I'm your host of another episode of Not Your Average Cheerleader. That's right. Here we discuss everything NFL football related, from the players to the game to the injuries to even the contracts. So sit back, listen in from a female perspective who secretly loves the game. And let's dive into this conversation and get started. I can't even stress how crazy it was watching Wildcard Round 1. I mean, you know... We're going to get into all the details, the craziness that has happened, how shocked we are. I mean, 2021 really said, hold my beer as we got started. So um, first things first, today's episode is brought to you by water in my new water bottle that I got. You guys It's black and gold. It's very dope. I love it. And um, I did have coffee today. I went to Starbucks for my coffee today and I got two shots of espresso on ice with vanilla sweet cream and classic pump. I know that sounds crazy. I'm wide awake. Um, so that was my order. As you know, I love iced coffee. They call me the iced coffee queen just because that's what I'm always drinking. But let's get into a few things. First things first, um, it was this time last week, um, a little bit before that, um, where we had a what is known as an attack on our nation's capital. I know this is a football podcast. We talk about NFL football here, but I can't just jumpstart this podcast episode and not address what happened. Honestly, after I posted the episode, I record that episode in the morning and by about two o'clock in the afternoon, I was watching what was happening live on the news and it was just, it was atrocious. It was horrific. It was something I never thought in this lifetime that I would ever witness, um, as many others did as well. I mean, millions even. And to know, you know, I, for all of you out there, I, I study government. I, my major in undergrad was political science. I got my master's degree in law and public policy. I'm getting my PhD in law and public policy. And that means I study this stuff. I, I look at this stuff and, you know, I have a undertone respect for our nation's constitution and um, and our government. And regardless of how you feel about the things that have taken place, there's there's no reason for anyone to storm that Capitol rioting. They weren't protesters. Um, and and I, we won't get into too many details about the politics of it all, because again, this is an NFL podcast. But I, I'm with all of you that were shocked. I'm with all of you that were, you know, kind of blown away by what you were witnessing. We all have our feelings. I've been in personal conversations. I sat there and said, as an African-American woman, I wouldn't even want to be walking around the corner in that area during that time. Um, And we all have our thoughts about, you know, if this was a whole different type of group, what would that look like? And I think the biggest thing is um, we have to, we come together and the people that were involved in it need to be held accountable to the highest level of the law and justice must be served for, you know, to basically hold them accountable for their actions, because that will not be tolerated in these United States. It just shouldn't, it shouldn't be tolerated. Let me put it that way. It shouldn't be tolerated and they should be held accountable. And I think no matter who you are, no matter what your cultural background is, you should agree with that. Like they, 
they should be held accountable for their actions and defacing our nation's capital. So that's all I'm going to say about that. I have my feelings. I won't dive too deep into it. Um, but just know that this podcast acknowledges those moments. We are not afraid to have a moment to discuss those moments. And if you've been sticking with me for the first and the second season, you already know that about me and how I speak on certain issues. Um, now I have to read my resume off to have a voice. I'm a human being. I'm a black female in today's society. And I have a right to speak my thoughts and my feelings in regards to what I see each and every day happen in society um, that directly impacts me, my family, my friends, the things that we think about as citizens of this United States. So that's my two cents. Take it for what it's worth. If you hate it and you want to unfollow this podcast, feel free. But I'm never going to not address the issues before diving into my favorite pastime. Now we're going to transition on to talking about the wild card round one. Man, oh man. I want to say that I was shocked because what we thought was going to happen didn't happen. (laughs) And what we thought also was going to happen did happen. What do I mean by that? So I made some predictions, right? Last Wednesday, before all the games happened, I said, okay, Colts are going to verse, you know, go against the Bills. I called it for the Bills. Bucks are going to go against Washington. I called it for the Bucks. Bears are going to go against the Saints. I called it for the Saints. The Rams going against the Seahawks. I called it for the Seahawks. That game went entirely different, and the Rams won that game. I called it for Ravens versus the Titans. I called it for the Ravens. I was right. Lamar Jackson showed up. The Browns versus the Steelers. I called it for the Steelers and I was 100% wrong. And let's just say they contributed to me being wrong. Um, So let's just dive into what we saw, right? Can we first talk about the Bucks versus the Washington football team? As you know, Alex Smith, he was ruled out of that game with his calf injury. He's still recovering from. And Taylor Heineke, who graduated from ODU, that's right, in Virginia, around the corner from where I live, um, got his shot, and he shocked everyone. That kid is one to keep your eyes on. I won't be shocked if now he is officially in the conversation for, you know, trying to move up in the ranks of being, you know, possibly a starter or a backup next season. Um, He faced off against the GOAT, Tom Brady, and... It was just truly an amazing rookie performance. I think that the points that they got off, there was this one part in the football game where he ran the ball himself and he dove for it. I mean, it was beautiful, beautiful lateral. You would have thought he was a gymnast. Lateral to the ground, literally full body still in the air, reached out, holding on to the football and hits the um, python. It was amazing. I hope a cameraman got that 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 shot um, because that was just, I watched a replay like three times. Uh, it was just crazy to watch. I really truly think before we get to Tom Brady's performance that the Washington football team did put up a fight and I think that they were able to because of Taylor Heineke. He went out there and said, you can call me a rookie if you want to, but I'm going to play this game like I never played before. Play it like it's my last shot. And that's what he did. I was fully impressed. I couldn't believe it. Um, He was trending on Twitter like right after the game. And I think everyone was blown away. I think he really, really stepped up at a moment to start in a playoff game against the greatest of all time in football is have to put a lot of pressure on you. And you didn't see on his face, not for one second. So shout out to Taylor Heineke for that performance. 
I really believe, though, the results, of course, you know, the Bucks won 31 to 23. But the truth is they put up points because the Bucks defense, what were they doing? Sleeping? I guess they thought Alex Smith isn't playing. We don't have to block. You know, we don't have to do our defensive part as much. They're going to have to step that up for who they're going against next. So, you know, because they half-assed their job, sorry, <laughs> because they didn't really do their full potential job. I mean, Washington made it not too far away from a game. This wasn't a blowout. This was a pretty, actually really good game. It's just every time that the Washington football teams often scored, Tom Brady and Tampa Bay, they went out there and answered. And Mike Evans, gosh, that guy, 1,000 yards, um, basically breaking the record for his team. But Tom Brady, the GOAT, QBR of 128, Tom Brady has beaten 17 teams in, play, in the playoffs more than any other QB in NFL history. I don't understand why we keep underestimating Tom Brady. And the conversation was, you know, they're moving on in the playoffs. They're two games away from the Super Bowl. They're not even in the conversation to go to the Super Bowl. I want everyone to know that. From everything I've seen, I've read, friends and fellow fans' predictions, the Buccaneers are not in that conversation. And you know me, I'm an author. I love a plot twist. I love a good plot twist. So in thinking about Tom Brady, they're like, if he doesn't go past this point, you know, do you think he proved himself? I just think he's just adding to his legacy. You know, after he won, I think it was after he won the sixth ring, he said, now he's just having fun. And I said, now that's dangerous because (laughs) you're already good at what you do. You take what you do seriously, but now you're just having fun with it. I think that that's the scariest thing, which means at this point, he really doesn't have anything to prove to anybody, but again, himself. And it just shows how much of a competitor he actually is. And that is crazy to have all Antonio, Antonio Brown, ladies and gentlemen, I keep saying to everyone, I said this to my friend, you know, shout out to Larry. He was texting me while I was watching the games. He's like, you're watching. I said, yeah, of course I'm watching. He's like, I'm watching too. He said, I'm going to give it to the Bucks because he always makes these calls with me. And I'm like, yeah, the Bucks it is. I'm giving it to the Bucks as well. And I said, well, you know, people keep underestimating Tom Brady when he has weapons, when they block for him and give him time in the pocket, just like any other QB out there. Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees, you give them time in the pocket, they're going to make the play. Um, It gave his wide receivers, Mike Evans, Antonio Brown, Chris Godwin has some work to do to stop dropping passes. That would be great. But give those three, use Gronk to block. I mean, gosh, that offense was I just need them to get their, just get their respect. And I'm looking for that plot twist. And I'm going to say it after I see what happens after this weekend. So we're just going to keep it going. Shout out to the Bucks. I had them on this game. I was completely right. And I just, I told you, I'm no longer betting against Tom Brady. I won't do it anymore. Moving on to the Seahawks. That was such a disappointing game. The Seahawks versus the Rams. I called it for the Seahawks. I thought Russell Wilson was going to do it, and they did not. And they were crushed by the Rams, 30-20. to 20. How Seahawks, how y'all let the Rams beat y'all? The Rams have uh, – people keep saying, oh, the Rams, like, you know, offense or the Rams defense. I was like, yeah, but are they really playing like a Super Bowl team? Like, you're like, yo, I'm, I can't remember when we honestly had the Rams in the conversation. I can't. They weren't in there. And then when they made it, they're like, oh, now we'll include them. No, I think it's just somewhere down the line, somebody didn't do their job on the Seahawks. I need to know who that person is ASAP because 
I really thought it was going to be the Seahawks year. I really did. I thought they were going to go all the way down to the wire and I could be like, finally, Russell Wilson's going to get his second shot. No one is underestimating Russell Wilson's abilities. He's clearly a great quarterback. I thought this was going to be his year. Um, and it still isn't. So I, that's just my two cents on that game. I just don't have much to say except they they covered and, and they, they blocked. I mean, the defense for the Rams did their part. I think the defense for the Rams is really where a lot of the work came in at. And then, of course, they had Jared Goff. They were like, oh, he has a broken thumb. He's not going to play. That guy showed up. Stitches probably still in his hand. Whatever it was, cast wrapped up, whatever he had going on. After just what, like a thirteen days after surgery, um, he showed up out there, um, with his broken thumb and played. So, you know, kudos to him. But I still have questions. I have a lot of questions about that game. But let's go on to the Ravens versus the Titans. So Lamar Jackson, okay. Lamar proves that he can win in a postseason now. Because remember, last year that was the debate. They were like, "Oh, he's great in the regular season, but postseason, Lamar doesn't show up." He doesn't have his passing accuracy. I think it's somewhere around between 65, 75%, whatever it may be. But the defense, they were able on the Titans to stop Derrick Henry. That was the question. And the Ravens beat them 20 to 13. And Lamar Jackson showed that he can throw. Like, that's what you need. So Lamar Jackson is, you know, mobile. If he doesn't see anyone, he can run the ball. But we need those passes to be accurate as well. And I think that that's still an undertone thing he needs to work on. But on the back end, the Titans weren't playing well offensively. So you have to look at both sides of things. I could look at the Ravens defense all day. But if the Ravens offense is putting up points, but the Titans offense isn't putting up points, it's just like, oh, okay, they stopped Derrick Henry. And I think a lot of their plays were built around Derrick Henry. And when you go strategizing, you're like, if we can cover him and stop him, they're going to have to switch up their plan, which they're probably not ready to do. And that kind of showed in the performance with 13 points on the board. So that just gives you an idea how that game went. I wasn't really too shocked. I was just really like, okay, Ravens have a, a really gate, a great match off um, this coming weekend. So we're going to see what that looks like, but that I'm, I'm really impressed with Lamar Jackson. I think um, this weekend is going to really be shocking. as to what we're about to see next, because we're really about to get into the game of all games. I call the Ravens versus the Titans correctly, but Browns versus the Steelers, the Browns versus the Steelers. <sighs> Where do I begin? Um, yeah, so (laughs) I called it for the Steelers and I was wrong. And I'm really upset about that because Big Ben, he needs to retire. It's time to let go and let God. I can't. I just, I can't. I don't know what was happening. They talked so much trash before that game. (laughs) The Steelers talked so much trash. Hell, they're still talking trash now. You lost. Why are you still talking trash? I don't understand. Chase Claypool, Juju, all of them are still talking trash about the Browns. If you got your tail whooped, now you still, <laughs> I can't. That doesn't make that make sense. Hey, we lost, but we're still going to talk trash afterwards. You lost. You had your chance. You had your moment, and you blew it, okay? Guess what? You're going to be like every other team that didn't make it. Now we have to plan for the next season. I mean, you look at it, the Browns dominate the Steelers with just nearly almost what? 30 points in the first half. It was like 24 points in the first quarter. Defense, where were you? Did you just say, you know what? We don't need to play. 
They don't have their head coach due to COVID. They don't have two other coaches due to COVID. They don't have two key players. We don't have to play. Mm-mm. We can we can go out there and, you know, slack and drag our feet. This is football. You go out to play regardless of who they got on the other side, regardless of what it looks like on the other side. You go out and you play. You don't give anyone mercy. What? There's no mercy in football. You go out there and play hard all you got for four quarters, and then you can go home and relax when you're done. So as far as I'm concerned... You, again, half-assed it, and that's what happened. You lost 48-37. to You decided in the end, oh, now we're going to play football. It's too late now. They done build the gap. And then in just the first quarter, I think, what, Big Ben threw three picks? Good. It was, I was texting my sister. Shout out to my sister. She was texting me, and she was like, are you watching this? I said, I don't know how I can. Like, it's, this is a hot mess. What's happening here? I said. I couldn't I said oh my gosh I was talking to him still my buddy Larry and I was like oh my gosh just throw the towel throw it just throw the daggone towel I was making my little Rocky for reference and I was like just throw the towel please just throw it and let's just say this so here's what happened before the game Thursday before the game the Steelers wide receiver Juju everyone knows him TikTok famous wide receiver Juju stated the Browns are the same Browns I think they're nameless gray faces. I don't, there's more to that quote. That's just the first snippet of it. Um, You can go check it out and read the full quote. But the Browns are just the Browns. Well, those Browns showed up and whooped your tail and made you go home. You're out of the race. But the Browns are just the Browns, right? No big deal. The Browns are just the Browns. And then Chase Claypool went on to say that the Browns are going to get clapped this week anyway, something along those lines, I'm paraphrasing, and basically saying they're going to lose this week. So it, it it's all right. That's such, <laughs> listen, you lost, okay? And at the end of the day, no matter what the new matchups are going to be, you lost, you lost. I can't stress that enough. Stop talking trash after you lost. Good grief. Just like, but you know, there was this moment that I, there was a video circling um, on the internet with Big Ben talking to, I think it was, I don't know if it was another um, wide receiver or running back or whoever it was, but the guy sat down and he said, I'm sorry, man. He said, I was doing this for you. And it was really like a, 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 a really touching moment. He even said he has one year left on his contract and, you know, the Steelers didn't prepare for a backup quarterback. And Big Ben is like an old Big Ben. Like he's not like... <laughs> his injuries, he's taken some crazy injuries. He's had some crazy surgeries he's had to get done to his body. And this point, you can you can kind of see it. I don't know what the Steelers are going to do for next year. I really thought this was going to be their year. They hyped it up. This is to show you what NFL football does to you. You think you know who's going to go to the playoffs. You think you know who's going to go to the Super Bowl. And then the plot twist comes and the Browns beat the Steelers who went honestly almost undefeated almost 80% of the season until they lost their first game. And then they got their tail whipped by the Browns in the end. Wow. That's a story. Wow. Ooh. Okay. Well, that is what I have for you as far as the games last weekend while um, the wild card round one, now we're on a divisional round and I have some games to call. I love it. I only missed two. You guys, I'm getting better at this. 
Um, I have the Rams versus the Packers. I'm going to go for the Packers. I'm going to give it to them. I think Aaron Rodgers is going to show up. I think he's going to once again remind people he's still in this conversation. And I think the Packers are really going to remind the Rams that, hey, you got a good defense, but my offense is better than yours. And if everybody does their part, play a good game, it should be a good game. I think that's going to be the underlining good game. Ravens versus the Bills. I'm going to give it to the Ravens. I think... As long as Lamar Jackson keeps working on giving those passes, um, I think it's going to surprise the defense on that other end. I think they still have some work to do on their own defense because, God help me, they love penalties. And I think that's an undertone weakness the Ravens have on their defense is they just always getting called for a penalty. And biggest thing you watch with football is one single penalty call that can cost you a yard to 15 yards can cost you the entire game. It's crazy as a fan watching it. Because you'll say, oh, the other team won. Dang, if they just didn't get that penalty called in that third quarter, it could have made a world of difference. And then you have the Browns versus the Chiefs. Now, now, I saw this meme that was like, <laughs> the Browns said, oh, we beat the Steelers. Like, the the Chiefs better the, the Chiefs better not sleep on us. And then the Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, and it shows a picture of Patrick Mahomes just knocked out sleeping. And it was like the I laughed at it for like a good 60 seconds. I mean, I'm going to put this up to y'all. Who y'all, who do y'all have? I think it's a whopping Chiefs, of course, but let's listen. The Chiefs haven't been playing like, they haven't been playing like a Super Bowl team either. Let's just face it. Like at the end of the day, they just get to the slowest start sometimes. And I'm just like, that's not clutch. That's just you starting slow. I need you to, you know, start the game like you want to win it. And sometimes I think, honestly, again, I think they need to be humbled 100%. Not half humbled, not 20% humbled. They need to be humbled all the way. So I'm giving it to the Chiefs just because... I think that they have a goal to go back to the Super Bowl. I don't know how much they want it. I hope this game shows how much they want it. And if so, they'll blow them out. But yeah, I'm giving it to the Chiefs. Bucks versus the Saints. Now, every time that I've called the same match, this is the third matchup between the Bucks and the Saints. Every time I've called it, I got it wrong. So the first two times I called it for the Bucks, I was wrong. I'm going to go third time's a charm. So either I'm going to be wrong three times. I'm going to be wrong only two. I'm hoping that Tom Brady and the Bucks show up. Don't lose to them a third time. Do you hear me? This is a PSA to Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. If you can hear me, don't lose to the Saints a third time. That's, listen, you could make it all the way to the playoffs. You could break your own team records. You could have the GOAT on your team. But what people are going to remember, and, and please, please, Quote me on this. What people are going to remember, Bucks, is you losing this game for a third time. That's what they'll remember. They won't remember anything else. They'll say, well, they played great, but they were awesome, but. And we all know the rule in English. Everything before the but is irrelevant. They're going to say, you played great, but you did lose to the Saints three times. You were awesome and broke your own records, but you did lose to the Saints three times. Do not let that be your legacy. So, I'm going to, I'm going to again, call it for the Bucks. Either I'm going to be wrong twice or I'm going to be wrong three times. We're going to see this weekend. Thank you guys so much for sticking with me on episode 14. I'm super excited. Again, so much in the works. We're getting prepared to launch something really great for the YouTube channel. You'll not only get to listen to my voice, but you get to see my face. And let's just face it. Sometimes my side eye can get a little out of hand. And that's only because 
I have opinions and thoughts, but we're always going to talk football here on Natural Average Cheerleader. Thank you again. And again, you know, keep your, your eye out. Keep your eye out for, you know, what's going on in our government. Stay, you know, up to date on knowledge and information. Be careful what you fuel yourself with because that's absolutely key. Um, make sure that you're fueling yourself with accurate information. That means me reading more than one source. Um, I'm a researcher and I don't read one source. I read God knows how many. And then you take what they're saying and don't be afraid to question what's there. And that doesn't mean debunk it. That just means question. Ask why. Ask what. Ask questions. That's what we do. In this day and age, knowledge is power. And you have to fuel yourself with the right kind of knowledge. So I encourage you to do that. Great job. Shout out to Georgia for showing up and showing out to the new senators. I mean, they have their first African-American senator, their first um, Jewish senator. These two guys worked and really utilized social media to build a great platform. And they're going to do great work in our nation's capital. Thank you again, you guys. Um, again, I hope to talk to you. Listen in. If you love it, subscribe and tell a friend because I'm not going anywhere. God be willing. I love you guys. Thank you so much. Bye.